The other one would be sustainable development. And sustainable development, you know, this means investing in infrastructure, education, healthcare, and promoting economic growth that's sustainable and equitable. One of the things that we do with my company, Mindoro, is we try to give out winter coats, uh, boots, and school supplies to uh, needy children that need it. Hi, this is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. If any of you have been listening to my podcast recently, you know that one thing I'm passionate about is social consciousness. And I want to talk about a blog that I recently wrote called The Future is Socially Conscious, Are You Ready? And I feel this is really important for anyone who happens to be in the global trade Because really, as global traders, we are responsible for the world in which we trade or the areas in which we trade. And I want to talk about basically 10 ways or reasons why the world is moving towards becoming more social conscious. I want to first say that I was the other day I was watching on uh, TV uh, Trevor Noah, who used to be on Comedy Central, and Melinda Gates. And they were both talking about this organization they're doing now to try to educate people, I assume specifically more in Africa. And they were talking specifically about women, why it was so important to educate women. And it really got me thinking about, you know, how we have some hoped high profile people, you know, as such as the Gates Foundation, or even as Trevor Noah and others, who are basically saying that, hey, we're I'm going to do my part to help make this world a better place. So that's why I see that the world, individuals, companies, organizations are trying to move towards some more social consciousness. They're trying to say, look, what I do as an individual, as a company has an impact on environment and society. One of the first ways is sustainable business practices. I believe that a lot of the younger generation is going to ensure that companies and brands start to have more sustainable business practices. So the question you need to ask yourself is, are you ready for this change? In my opinion, it's not a matter of if, but it's a matter of when this is going to happen more and where they're just going to flat refuse to buy from a brand that doesn't care. So the businesses should show that they are implementing environmentally friendly business practices and reducing waste and minimizing environmental harm. The other way way for those of us that are in the global trade industry is ethical sourcing. And ethical sourcing means that the products are sourced from suppliers who hold a high ethical standard, such as fair labor practices and sustainable manufacturing processes. You know, so... A lot of companies are sort of leading the way in this. I, I know like um, Apple, for example, has done quite a bit. The the you know technology company Apple has. And some other large companies have too. They've been leading the way and saying like, look, we need to make sure that ethical sourcing is at the forefront of what we do. In the past, I've talked about another company that I um, like quite a bit is doTERRA. And doTERRA has made ethical sourcing one of their main core values for their entire products that they purchase. The other one is corporate social responsibility or known as CSR. You know, this has become an important part where many companies are saying 
that, look, we will take responsibility for our impact on society and the environment while working to create a positive change. That, you know, as companies that practice a CSR, they can build trust and loyalty to their customers because they're showing their customers that, hey, look, we care. And because we care, we're going to try to make a difference. Another one is environmental activism. You know, environmental activism has become a powerful force around the world. There are rightfully so. There are many people that are worried about the environment, as we should be. You know, we see things that are happening as the weather patterns have changed, um, where there's, you know, global warming, but not only global warming, there's some places which are colder than they've ever been before, because basically the weather has been changing. There's uh, pollution issues. There's... Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of impact of these environmental issues, which could continue to impact our lives in ways that maybe we just don't know. Like, for example, there are communities disappearing because the water's rising in some of those areas. So these are all things which matter, which, which companies need to show that they care about the environment and are there trying to make a difference. The other one is through social activism. This has become a, a force for change. Uh, this means about social justice, promoting equality, and standing up for marginalized communities. You know, individuals and organizations can create, you know, are looking and saying, look, we want to have a society that is more equitable, that we want to make sure that this is important and that brands and companies and others see this as one of their focuses. The other one would be sustainable development. And sustainable development, you know, this means investing in infrastructure, education, healthcare, and promoting economic growth that's sustainable and equitable. One of the things that we do with my company, Mindoro, is we try to give out winter coats, uh, boots, and school supplies to uh, needy children that need it. You know, sometimes it's more challenging than other times. Sometimes the economy's tough. It's harder for us to get money. But we try to do something every year to try to make some type of difference. And I believe if we all just did a little bit, imagine if every company, big or small, tried to do a little bit of difference, tried to make some type of change, that then they could find that the world would then be a better place. Last one is, um, the, another one is environmental policy. This is not the last one, but another one's environmental policy where, um, you know, basically companies should have work with governments to recognize the importance of the environmental policy, that they should look to say, what can we do about renewable energy incentives and carbon, um, you know, carbon incentives. You know, I've read now that um, recently in, in Salt Lake City, Utah, where there's a lot of problem with water, that they some communities have started saying to people, look, we will give you a credit if you will you know, get rid of your lawn and turn it into a turf. Um, you know, things like that, like how do we try to save some type of water? Another one would be the social um, social policy. Uh, this remains, you know, creating, promoting social justice, healthcare access and affordable housing. You know, that, you know, companies, you know, even then can work with governments to try to make a difference in their own communities. I myself personally don't know why in San Francisco, where there's been so many huge high-tech companies, why they haven't done more to help the homeless problem there. I would think that one of those companies could have tackled that on and taken that on and said, look, we are going to try to do something here to make a difference here. Education is also important, that education is becoming an effective tool for promoting social consciousness. That's kind of a bit what the speech that I heard Melinda Gates and Trevor Noah give, where they were basically saying that, look, 
education is important. We're going to try to do something to help education. You know, the, you know, this means educating students more, too, about social environmental issues and providing them with the skills and knowledge. And the last one is innovation, that innovation can become a force for change. This means using technology and innovation to create solutions to social and environmental challenges. I've really been quite encouraged as I have seen people in Africa who have um, been working or, or groups that have been working within Africa to say, we're going to build up technology here so that people can find remote work and remote jobs you know, in, in tech, the technology sector. And that's a push that I see is going to continue to happen. And maybe in the next um, few years, we will see this more. We will see more remote work taking place in some of these continents like Africa. You know, so you might ask yourself, well, why is social consciousness even important? Why does it matter? You know, it's it's really important for many reasons. And I've written quite a long um blog post on this, but basically it's, it's essential for businesses, individuals, and companies. And there's, you know, ways that you can, you know, join the social consciousness movement. You can educate yourself. You can find a group who aligns with what you believe in. You can make social conscious choices. You can buy from companies and brands who, who feel social consciousness is important. You can volunteer for a cause. If you don't have money, then volunteer for a cause. Become an advocate. Um, support socially conscious companies. These are all things that you can be able to do. I've written a blog on this called The Future Socially Conscious, Are You Ready? And I'm going to put a link um, in our description to that blog post so that you can, if you'd like to be able to read more, that you can be able to read more about this. But you need to ask yourself, what do I need to do to be part of this change? What does my company need to do? If I'm working the global supply chain, what can I do throughout the global supply chain? Or as an individual, what can I do to be more socially conscious? This is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. We appreciate our audience. And we also appreciate our team. I'll put this together, especially Rico. Thank you for helping to put this, um, making this podcast happen.